At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to hemp resent. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to hemp present about hemp and cannabis from the legal activist and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to the Hemp Present Resistance, the weekly radio podcast where you can fill your knowledge void of cannabinoids and get your PhD in THC and CBD because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat the alternative facts of prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest. Speak in flower to power for 28 years and found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book, Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Today's guest on Hemp Present is Kim Casey, the author of the recently published Cannabis for Dummies, who will join me in about 60 seconds. There was a cannabis explosion taking place these days and one of the ways this new age of cannabis has been emerging is with a multitude of books coming out on the subject. I personally have an extensive collection of books about ganja but rarely have I seen one book that covers so many aspects of the cannabis plant and industry. As the former communications manager for Native Roots Dispensary, Kim Casey gained an in-depth knowledge of the business of cannabis, including plant growth, as well as the management of an indoor commercial grow and infused product facility, as well as harvest and curing processes. Ms. Casey also learned about the different procedures and types of extraction methods to create products from wax, shatter, and live resin to oils, tinctures, lotions and edibles and Kim was part of the leadership team at the organization which operates one of the largest dispensary chains supporting supply chain compliance human resources and retail operations with more than 20 locations and expansion into Canada and not only has she taken all of that experience and information and consolidated it into her new book, Cannabis for Dummies. Kim has been so gracious as to join me today to talk about her comprehensive new work. Welcome Kim to Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. Well Vivian, thank you for having me. My pleasure. So the title of your book is Cannabis for Dummies, but after reviewing it, I think there's something in there for virtually anyone to learn. 
when did you decide to write Cannabis for Dummies and why? Well, to be quite honest, it was Wiley Publishing that came to me um, and asked me to write the Cannabis for Dummies book. Um, I think that they had recognized that cannabis truly has got to that point over the tipping scales uh, into the mainstream. And they, as one of the largest educational uh, book publishers in the world, uh, wanted to be on the front lines of that. And they really felt that there was value to it. So they came to me and they asked me if they would write, if I would write it. Before we dive deeper into your book, can I ask how and when you first personally came into contact with the herb? Uh, what introduced you to cannabis and, and why would they approach you about a book about cannabis? Well, um, I had been a consumer many years ago, had taken a hiatus as I um, started working. I have about 20 years in the communications industry for a wide range of industries, uh, everything from White House Advance, uh, worked for the Secretary of Transportation at one point in time, doing United Nations ministerials, Fortune 500 companies, and so forth, not really environments particularly cannabis-friendly, um, and had moved to Colorado many years ago, I had the opportunity, uh, as I was moving along in my career, I saw an opportunity to get involved with cannabis with Native Roots Dispensary uh, and dive into the communications and of the industry. And for a communications person, there's really nothing quite so much to sink your teeth into as the cannabis industry. There's just about a little bit of everything in there. Um, so I did. I took about a year and a half deep dive into cannabis, um, working with the dispensary, learning so much about all facets of the industry. And when the Wiley Publishing Group was looking for an expert, they reached out to me. Uh, I'd been placing a good deal of press as part of, as a communications manager for Native Roots, and they contacted me. And I thought it was a wonderful opportunity to really share all of those pieces that I had learned uh, over that time. I think there's probably a lot of people who uh, were familiar with cannabis, maybe at, in, in their youth, at college, uh, or their early years, whatever, um, and then took a hiatus like you, and then probably coming back to rediscover it right now. Would you think that's that might be accurate? I do. I think that the demographics of the cannabis industry, of the consumers, those people involved in the business, uh, is such a wide-ranging group. Um, you do have many people who may have experienced cannabis earlier in their lives, uh, had taken the hiatus kind of the way I did, um, and then with legalization, it was something that they wanted to re-educate themselves about, re-explore, and of course, it's very, very different now. Um, the products are different, the opportunities are different, and I think that has really energized uh, a wide range of individuals. Those people might, might need a book on the subject to brush up. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Yeah, that might be a good idea. Well, what a if only we knew where to find one. That's right. You were part of a can of corporate cannabis business, and you write that you were immersed in pretty much all aspects of the business. So you'd already collected much information about the subject. What kind of additional research did you do to prepare for your book project? Well, one of the things that I really needed to make certain that I brushed up on, and, and I certainly reached out to the experts, uh, people within the company, people outside of the company, was certainly in the grow, harvest, and curing area, to be uh, very clear. 
that in itself is such an intricate and delicate area of, of cannabis that really requires specialized knowledge. And so I did a lot of research and discussion with people to really understand the the step-by-step instructions that we go through in the book. For those that are interested in setting up a home grow, obviously there's so much more beyond that uh, to commercial grows, but also that understanding that it's not like growing uh, a tomato plant in your windowsill uh, so that that people can really provide for themselves a quality product. There are 19 chapters in your book, and each chapter covers just an array of subjects. It's it's really a very detailed and comprehensive work. Um, who, who did you have in mind as a reader? Was there anybody specific you were targe- targeting with your book? Well, you know, within the cannabis world in particular, I think those of us involved in it, whether you are a consumer, a business person, a uh, speculator, any of those things, we, we tend to focus mostly on our own world, how it affects us as an individual. But I really think that by going truly through the depth and breadth of the, of the industry and the products, there's a little bit for everybody. But if I had to really think about somebody I really wanted to be able to read this book and truly understand, it would be the individual who has heard so much about the industry because obviously cannabis is in the news so much, but might have a little bit of fear. Uh, that person who's curious but is still wondering, well, it's intimidating to walk into a dispensary, isn't it? I don't know the lingo. I don't know what to ask for. How do I make sure that I'm getting something that's uh, a quality product? And uh, being really um, hesitant about making those first steps. That's truly the person that I would like to see uh, learn a little bit more about the book. And maybe that's not necessarily even themselves choosing to buy the book, but somebody who has had those discussions with them and uh, is themselves a comfortable user buying the book for uh, a friend, a relative who might be curious, but a little bit nervous. Yeah, I think uh, after, you know, really a human lifetime of, of disinformation uh, about cannabis coming out, really, I, in my opinion, a character assassination of the culture and the plant, it seems to me like the layers can come off one layer at a time, like, like the layers of an onion. Uh, but your book, I think, from what my experience, just really, uh, you know, takes it all off immediately uh, in one big lump. Um, and just gives a tremendous amount of information. It looks to me like you exhausted just about every aspect of cannabis and its use, <laughs> the, the delivery methods, medical applications, cultivation aspects of the retail industry, etc. Was there anything that you decided not to put in your book? Yes, as a matter of fact, there was. I had initially thought that I would put in a map of uh, those states within the U.S. that have medical and or adult recreational use, but I realized that with changing the so changes fast, right? so fast that it would date the book immediately before it even uh, was printed. So we left that out with some recommendations for websites where you could find that information, but we didn't go with that map. It really is exciting how fast things are happening, isn't it? I mean... Uh, it is, and it's it's also one of those things that I think is very heartening because when we do talk about the myths and the misconceptions, uh, I, we all hear it 
repeatedly throughout the day, I think we are working to try and break down uh, the demonization of not only the plant itself, but also of the the user and what that demographic looks like because it is a vastly expanding demographic. And sometimes when you walk into a dispensary, the individuals that you are seeing who are the consumers are nothing like the stereotype. And I just want to mention that, uh, you know, this uh, radio podcast has listeners on multiple continents. I was shocked when I saw the data of who listens to this show. I mean, people in Europe, people in Asia, South America. So this is really a globally expanding audience. Do you, do you agree? Uh, yes, and and certainly the interest in cannabis is global. Uh, there are points in time, there's a some sections in the book where we talk about uh, some of the changes that are happening around the globe uh, as far as the cannabis industry. And certainly with Canada being uh, having October 17th, 2018, legalizing it federally. Uh, and there are a lot of ins and outs in Canada that are perhaps not as well understood or well known as with people in the United States and vice versa. Uh, so we tried to discuss a little bit of that and not always remain U.S. centric. Which should be a good idea for our global listeners to also get your book because it's just, I mean, I'm really impressed. I've, I've seen so many books. I've interviewed several authors on the show. I have a, a, a library, but, but your book is just really comprehensive. I mean, you really went out of your way to cover all the bases. Um, and we got to cover some bases here. My guest is Kim Casey, author of Cannabis for Dummies. And we're going to take a short as we do in our first segment, a pause for the cause because there's flaws in the laws. And hear a word from our sponsors and advertisers to come back with more questions for Kim Casey. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the board, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. 
educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo inside the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. Register before May 1st for an early bird discount of 50% off now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Join us for the 2019 U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo August 3rd and 4th in Miami. Register now at usccexpo.com. We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back on Cannabis Radio with Kim Casey. Um, Kim, you, you just mentioned a second ago, and you write that cannabis is a complex, multifaceted, and highly controversial topic subject to myths and misconceptions. Could you give an example of a few myths and misconceptions that might be floating around about the subject? I think that there are so many. Uh, I guess I will dive into one the myth that I think is shared not only by those outside of the industry, but many players even within the industry. And that is this concept that the cannabis companies, the businesses, certainly in the United States, are just rolling in money. I think mm-hmm. there's an, a failure to understand, certainly because of its classification as a Schedule One drug, that the federal effective tax rates due to the 280E federal tax legislation usually place most cannabis companies within the country at about a 75 to 95% effective tax rate. Um, and to anybody who owns a business, that is jaw-dropping. They can't make a lot of deductions that, that a normal business could make, for example, right? Exactly. So when we talk about it being a federal effective tax rate, what that means is your local restaurant or retail store can deduct everything, you know, the normal cost of doing business, payroll, accounting services, rent, all of those pieces that are the normal cost of doing business. But a cannabis company cannot do that. They are taxed on every single dollar that comes into the business, and they have a very high bar for meeting regulations. So the profit margins are very, very slim. I don't think that people, certainly outside of the industry, and even people who may work for a cannabis company do not understand that the company they work for is working within those parameters. And then, of course, a lot of them are still trying to make return on investment, uh, and there's tremendous competition and oversaturation in the market sometimes as well. There's just so many dynamics uh, to get a yeah. new industry established uh, after after decades of prohibition. Uh, and and while I think a lot of people also have this perspective that this is the new industry, it's going to be because there is so much uh, talk about it and talk about the the price tags within the industry, there is a lack of understanding of how difficult it is to run and operate a profitable cannabis business because of profit margins, because of the extremely high levels of regulation and the high bars um, of entry as well. Right. And my experience is that there's a lot of people entering the cannabis uh, industry that know a lot about cannabis, but not about much about business. And there's yes. a lot of people entering that know a lot about business, but not much about cannabis. Right. <laughs> yes. 
I think that especially early on in the industry with the first few states that were legalizing adult recreational use, you had most of the people who were entering the industry had a passion for the plant. Whether it was to sell or to grow, there was a true commitment to the cannabis plant. But because of some of these tremendous hurdles, without the business acumen, to truly run a, a an organization with razor-thin profit margins, it became very, very difficult. And there were a lot of, and still are, companies that don't seem to be making it profitable. Your book, Cannabis for Dummies, really goes into great detail. A few of the 19 chapters cover how to start a cannabis business, finding work in the industry, investing in cannabis, breaking each chapter down into many subcategories. Is that because you expect the cannabis industry to become a global industry with massive potential for expansion? Do you think that there'll be room uh, eventually for most anyone wishing to get involved in the industry? I think that there will be a way to get involved in the industry for anyone who would like to. Uh, And I do think that it is going to explode across the globe. However, I also believe that some of the really big players uh, in other industries are chomping at the bit to get in. And with the kind of funds that it will be taking to start up these companies, licensing uh, is becoming so expensive. Competition is hard. Um, Having the investment, the dollars, and the business knowledge behind, I think, is going to make the small player is really going to be challenging. We may even see some of the uh, people who are larger players now in one particular state or another may turn into the equivalent of those small craft brewing uh, kind of businesses rather than seeing them expand across the nation. So boutique, boutique cannabis might yes. be the way, and then some people will probably be ordering their cannabis on Amazon, right? Uh, yeah, I talk about, yeah, the fact that we may end up purchasing your weed at Walgreens. Um, it's, Put the green it, in Walgreens, right? Yeah, there you go. It, it's, it's really going to be, um, once it is no longer a Schedule One drug, once some of the uh, barriers to banking have been lifted, I think that you're going to see a tremendous amount of large industrial uh, and large institutional investors entering the market. They already have begun with Canada, Constellation Brands, uh, $4 billion investment in canopy growth, things like that are not going to be a rare occasion, I believe. I don't know why I have mixed feelings about all that, but its I don't think there's any mm-hmm. stuff in it. Uh, Kim, there's an online cheat sheet for your book found at dummies.com. How can the reader use that cheat sheet? What was it intended for? Well, I think that we have a couple of different sections, and it kind of takes and boils down a couple of things to remember or a way to say, I wanted to take notes when I walked into the dispensary. I want to remember what the terpene profiles are or the cannabinoids, uh, and it allows somebody to kind of take that with them when they walk into a dispensary or to remember a couple of things perhaps when they're planning on on starting a grow and they're walking into their nursery store uh, to purchase product just to be able to help them along um you are a cannabis industry consultant now i read working for companies that i presume are either involved in production or the retail industry in some way uh is that correct and what kind of consulting do you provide 
Yes, it is correct. And I, again, have focused on communications. Uh, part of a profitable and successful organization is communication, sufficient communications, both internally and externally. And I am working with companies that need those resources, uh, need to build those programs, really start their foundations, and again, support some of that business acumen that is absolutely mandatory within the industry. And are you hopeful that cannabis will, will see federal legalization anytime soon? What's your, what's your, your take on that? Is your, your finger I on do it? believe I do believe that eventually it will become a, a legal entity. Uh, product across the country. I am not necessarily, wouldn't put bets on how quickly. I think there's, well, there's momentum and it has reached those tipping scales and is heading into the mainstream. I think there's still a tremendous amount of resistance and it's the politics of the nation that are going to play into this. I'd like to see it happen quickly. Not positive it's going to. You know, maybe that 70% federal tax rate is an incentive for, for the federal government to slow their walk down a little bit. Huh? <laughs> well, I'm not sure that they want to give up that uh, either. Exactly. Exactly. Um, we still have about one minute before the break. What final thoughts might you have for the listeners who might be thinking about purchasing a copy of Cannabis for Dummies? Well, I think that there is something in there for everyone. Even if you are a comfortable user who is, uh, has, has consumed uh, maybe previously, but also more recently and understands the products, I think there's something that there you probably don't know. And we have done a deep dive in all areas of the industry. There's certainly something you can learn. Where is the best place to buy cannabis for dummies right now? Well, uh, it is available at Barnes & Noble. I believe it is supposed to be on the new release table uh, at Barnes & Noble currently this month, but I also know that it is available on, at Amazon. And certainly check your local bookseller. All right, and we're going to take another break, listen to some more uh, from our sponsors and advertisers, and come back with our final questions for Kim Casey, so don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo. Register for an early bird discount now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. In 2018, the National Cannabis Industry Association saw a 60% increase in congressional co-sponsorship of their priority legislation, the federal legalization of hemp, as well as the election of a new Congress expected to be more cannabis friendly. NCIA will host our ninth annual Cannabis Industry Lobby Days, May 21st through 23rd in Washington, D.C. Join in, advocate for our industry, and forge a unified front with the industry's most politically engaged leaders. NCIA members from across the country descend on Capitol Hill for our annual Lobby Days event to tell their stories and advocate for federal reforms needed for our industry to reach its full potential. Make your plans now to be at the National Cannabis Industry Association's 9th Annual Cannabis Industry Lobby Days in Washington, D.C. Register for Lobby Days and learn how NCIA works to advance the cannabis industry's policy agenda every day at www.thecannabisindustry.org slash lobby days 2019. 
now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth sheepskin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. We are back on Cannabis Radio with our final questions for Kim Casey. Uh, and I'll remind the, the listeners that Kim is the author of Cannabis for Dummies, a 360-page book that lists for $26.99. Uh, for more information, you can visit the book's page on Wiley.com. Uh, Kim, was there anything in, in the process of researching this great book that you put together? Is there anything that you learned that you just found was fascinating that you went, no, really, uh, about cannabis? I think that the areas that I learned the most about when I was doing my research was really the specific um, areas of ailments that was supported and had the potential for symptom relief through cannabis. Um, you know, most of us have this generalized understanding about the the pieces, whether it be anti-inflammatory, anti-emetic, a- any of those pieces, but to truly understand and dive into some of the different ailments and disease states and how cannabis might be helpful to relieve symptom was, was truly fascinating. And we do go through numerous uh, of those within the book. Yeah, because everybody has an endocannabinoid system, uh, which helps to regulate homeostasis as well as, as a bunch of other stuff. And it's really it's really fascinating that, um, that, that the government spent the last hundred years almost attacking the one plant that, that really offers the most to humanity and even possibly to, to optimum health. Do you agree? Yes. I, I, why would we have an endocannabinoid system if our bodies did not need cannabinoids? And if we have an opportunity to enhance those uh, through an outside source that is natural, I really think that it is a value to individuals. But everybody has to investigate for themselves, learn more, educate themselves, and also choose their products based on their own needs and their own biology. And of course, like like everything else, cannabis is probably not for everybody, uh, but everybody should have the choice. Exactly. I agree wholeheartedly. The book is Cannabis for Dummies, and the author is Kim Casey. Kim, thank you so much for being on the show. I enjoyed it so much, and I, I look so forward to – I, I want to thank you for the advanced copy of the book that, that you sent me, and uh, I'm sure I'm going to have a lot of great reading ahead of me. Oh, thank you for having me. My pleasure. Now I'm going to get to a weekly feature here on CannabisRadio.com. That's the quote of the week, and here it is, and I quote, The marijuana paradox, although associated with increased appetite and calorie consumption, regular use of cannabis protects against diabetes and obesity. How it manages to do so, however, is still anybody's guess, and that is from the fitness doc, 
That concludes this installment of Hamburgson on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank Brasco, my man in the control room, and all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special Hembo sapien on a journey to justice. As we silence the violence, increase the peace, and promote unity in the cannabis community with impunity. Because when it comes to prohibition, you have a right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice. Find yours and speak up for justice. Because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, toke it easy. And don't forget to email me at hempresent at gmail.com. The Hempresent theme song, Take Back the Plants, performed by Stickerbush and sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music, maestro, because I'm... Out. Marijuana, THC, sweet sativa, Dicko Queen, Santa Mia, Delta 9. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.